0: Welcome back to Noggin Notes. This is podcast number 15, or episode number 15. I don't know there's there's lots more podcasts out there than just 15. But for our podcast, this is number 15 in the order of episodes. And today we're talking about surprise, or at least the emotion of surprise. And I'm excited to talk about surprise because I think it has a great deal of function in our lives and we may overlook. But first, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Zephyr Wellness, which is my company in Reno, Nevada, we do outpatient counseling for mental illness, meaning we do mental health. And it's weird to say mental illness, right? Like nobody wants to talk in those terms, but really that's what happens. The mind gets a little a little sick sometimes uh, and it needs healing. So we go in and we see professionally licensed counselors and therapists who can help talk us through uh, some things, help us tolerate the emotional distress that we may be having that's uh, bottled up inside and needs to go somewhere. So... That's what this podcast aims to do, too, is to empower people to help solve their own problems, because that's what professional counseling does, and even though this is not intended to be a substitute for professional counseling, it can certainly go a long way in helping the homework in between professional counseling sessions. The second sponsor of our podcast is NoCD, N, lowercase n, capital OCD, and you guessed it, it helps you track and manage your obsessive compulsive disorder symptoms and you can check them out at uh, treatmyocd.com and they're available on any app store and we're really happy to be partnering with them and i i love it i love that this is uh, getting out they reached out to us and said hey how can we how can we promote our product uh we'd love to be able to give a a mention on you know on our podcast or on our app with you guys and um and we said yeah absolutely we'll uh, we'll give you a nod on ours so we just think that a, a rising tide lifts all boats, and uh, we're, not, we're not super territorial about this stuff. So if we can give a shout-out to your organization and you can do us the, the same in return, everybody wins. I mean, after all, this is a free podcast anyway, and, and Noggin Notes is a free app. So if the end result of this is that humanity heals and uh, functions a lot better, we're all better off. So that brings us to the, today's topic, which is surprise. This is the 10th emotion in a series of 10, and even though it's podcast number 15, we filled in with some some other ones. I did a three-part emotional understanding or emotional functioning series. We had a listener mail episode. We had an episode where we talked about trust, and so this is the final installment of our discrete emotions series. As Dr. Carol Izzard, who is now since deceased, uh, studied for about 50 years, there are 10 discrete emotions that happen in the brain that that help to tell us what to do with our environment and what the environment is, is telling us. Surprise is one of those. And surprise, although it's It seems to be a bit of a transient feeling. It's very brief, whereas psychologically some other emotions can last a little bit longer, like, say, sadness. Sadness can turn into depression. Fear lingering can turn into anxiety, especially if we revisit it over and over again with our frontal lobes. Uh, Surprise seems seems very fleeting. It disappears very quickly, but it nonetheless has a very important function, and that function tends to be to let us know that we weren't prepared for whatever it was that happened. We simply did not expect whatever occurred, and what that does is it tells the brain to prepare next time and also to evaluate what is going on. And then another emotion might follow. So oftentimes, in order of sequence, surprise is the first thing that happens in the brain. So uh, there's two different researchers that that Izzard cites, and um, their names are Charlesworth and Brower. Um, Charlesworth presented an extensive review of of literature surrounding surprise. And uh, what he said is is that we as human beings don't necessarily display surprise until about five to seven months of age when uh, cognition... Enables the infant to, to form expectations, and therefore, when you when your expectations aren't met, you you receive surprise as a as an input. Now, Bauer, on the other hand, said that startle or surprise, which are ch- uh, terms that he uses interchangeably, can can appear even just a few hours after birth, and I have an infant right now, and he is four months old, and I can tell you with, with a high degree of certainty that the facial expressions that he displays when I uh, flap my arms in front of him or give him a raspberry on his tummy, and for those of you who don't know what a raspberry is, it's when you, you puff up your cheeks and you blow heavily onto someone's skin. Uh, usually, I do it on my <laughs> my infant's belly, and it sounds something like... He definitely displays a surprised affect on his face. His his eyebrows cave in. His eyes go wide, and and uh, he he looks stunned. Quite frankly, um, so the startle or surprise experience uh, definitely presents on my infant at four months. And I could tell you he did it at three and at two months. Also, one month he um, I think I think he was more uh, just i don 't know reacting maybe but but it 's possible I guess that that surprise can present from very early on all the way through adulthood but what both both researchers said was that no matter what when it presents, the value of surprise as a measure of of thinking process um, certainly presents uh, as an as a way of measuring cognitive development. So in order to display surprise, you have to have some measure of thinking about your environment in order to be surprised. So uh, this is a good indicator of folks who maybe have a cognitive impairment. They may not register surprise simply because their brain is not functioning at such a level to have expectations that, that then get disturbed. So what does surprise do for us? Well, for example, if you're hiking through a forest and uh, and a snake crosses your path, or a mountain lion jumps in, in front of you, surprise is the first thing that registered. Follow that registers um, probably shortly by fear. Uh, depending on how you interpret the snake or the or the mountain lion, uh, you may experience fear, and so surprise then triggers the brain to say, "Hold on, something's happening that you didn't expect. What do you do next?" And of course, all this happens in in, in the blink of an eye or less than the blink of an eye. But if we were to break it down, that is the the sequence in the brain. Surprise registers, an emotion registers, and that emotion, say fear, tells us that there's a threat present or a danger. And then from there, the brain says, run away, engage. That would be the fight or flight response Uh, or uh, freeze. Sometimes people fight, flight, or freeze. Um, if it's if the surprise is say uh somebody cutting you off in traffic and uh you're not good at registering that as fear and we've revisited this in the uh the anger podcast, maybe the response is anger, and that motivates you to uh to go you know, shake your fist angrily at the person. So either way, surprise tends to be the very first thing that we encounter when our expectations don't get met. And I know that I mentioned that uh, disappointment or sadness is what we feel when our expectations don't get met. But typically, it's preceded by this very fleeting, very brief surprise response, the function of which is simply to let us know that we need to do something. And also, the function is to clear your nervous system of, of whatever activity is going on. I mentioned in the interest podcast that in a waking state, interest tends to be the emotion that, that resides all the time when, when nothing else is, is interfering. We're in a state of interest. We're, we're awake. We're curious. We're looking around. We're taking in information. So in, in even that state... If something jars us, say an alarm goes off or a door slams, surprise is what clears the mechanism for the rest of the emotions to to come into succession. Knowing this is very powerful and, and important, I believe, because if we know what surprise feels like in our bodies or in our heads, wherever we feel it, we can then pay better attention to the emotions that follow and the events that trigger those emotions in the event of a crisis perhaps uh, no one no one sees the crisis coming, but we can know that we 've been shocked into you know and that 's another uh, exchangeable word for surprise. it may be on the extreme end but we 've been shocked into noticing what 's going on, and then we can take account for the events unfolding around us and pay attention to the emotional functioning inside and respond appropriately the more often we can practice this even even anticipating it through uh, rehearsal in the brain like first responders do they go through a series of scenarios the more often we can practice that the more accurately we can engage our environments the more accurately we can communicate what we're feeling and the better response we'll get from other human beings in which you know in, with whom we interact in, in in the world so when we're interacting with people it's important to to know what we're feeling Display it appropriately and accurately, and then also reciprocate. So when somebody else is feeling something, we want to notice what they're feeling and and echo it to let them know that we understand. Surprise could be one of those where we go, "Well, it looks like you were surprised by the information I just gave you," and then they could go, "Yeah, I really was," and then say, "Well, right, well what are you feeling now? Are you stunned? Are you are you you know still in that surprise moment? Are you disappointed? Are you angry? Are you shamed?" You know, what are you feeling? And then we can encourage a better dialogue from that. So being able to validate when people feel a certain thing is very important. And surprise is no different than any of those other ones. And the way that we, we register surprise, obviously, is eyebrows go up or they, 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 they furrow, eyeballs go big. Uh, sometimes, you know, people's mouths drop. They go agape. Uh, and then and then if we notice that, we can follow up with, hey, I, I noticed that, that that caught you off guard. Uh, what, what do you... Where are you at right now? And then we can validate that and have a more human interaction instead of, you know, judging and saying, oh, why are you surprised at that? Uh, You shouldn't be surprised at that. Uh, And that's very invalidating. That tends to cause fights. So I hope this was useful for you. If you have questions, please email us at info at zephyrwellness.org or info at nogginnotes.com. We do listener mail from time to time, like I mentioned earlier. And I'd love to be able to answer your questions about any of this stuff. Uh, It doesn't have to be emotional. It could have anything to do with, uh, mental illness or mental health. And, um, I'll, I'll, I'll get those on the, on the podcast. So on behalf of my team at uh, Zephyr wellness and with noggin notes, I thank you very much for listening. It's always, it's always humbling to know that people download these things and listen to them. Uh, makes me feel pretty special. I know special is not one of the 10 feelings, but, uh, we tend to talk like that. So I'm talking like people talk. Um, If you need help that's, uh, you know, maybe this has triggered something within you and you want to go seek professional assistance, I definitely encourage that, being one of those professionals who assists. Uh, Check out therapistlocator.net. You can check out psychologytoday.com. You can go to mind.org.uk or sane.org.uk. Obviously, we mentioned uh, TreatMyOCD.com. And then, uh, of course, ZephyrWellness.org. You can go there. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm trying to post a, little, a few more videos now that uh, life is stabilized and my, my newborn is um you know, come into the world and things have settled out a little bit. So uh, hopefully more videos will go up on there. And of course, keep listening to the podcast. And if you wouldn't mind, give us a rating and a review on on iTunes. That helps drive listenership. And the more people listening, uh, the more people are healthy. And we appreciate that. So thanks for listening. I wish you all great mental health.